Welcome back to the show. Your call has been recorded. We're back. Hello there. I know I was going to go right into a song there and say welcome back to the show in this episode, but I don't know. And we ain't got time. And it's in the 240s now. We're pushing the words 250. And of course, remember that great big special offer we've got when we get to 250 episodes. We'll be holding a meat raffle and you can win 16 rump steaks provided by McFarland's The Butchers. Putting the raw back at the top of the calendar. So get in touch with now the show. 250 episodes. You can win those rum sticks from McFarland's The Butchers, the best butchers in the United Ireland. Uh, Malakali, how are you? It's good to see you again. It's good to be back. I'm in the shed. It's a hundred mile hour wind inside there. I'd just like to add to that there. To, to be sure, uh, to be sure, look, you square dead in the eye and I'll say, when we get the 250 listeners, Every listener's guaranteed a blowjob. Uh, yeah. Every right listener's guaranteed a blowjob. If we ever go on to them, that pod being like now and find out that 250 people have listened to one episode, by Christ, we'll quit our jobs and we'll do this full time. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, do you know what I'm also realising being in the pub, the bar, the uh, the gentleman's closet? Very, yes. very... I haven't got any good glasses. These are the, yeah. only, gla- these are the only glasses I've got. And they're wine glasses. They're near wee, you got the pint glasses. The pint glasses in the house, man, but I need some. I need some a selection of glassware to go with I, all that alcohol you're not drinking. Uh, I know. I buy. I've got all these. I've got all these spirits and different things, and then I just stick to stick to the side of me. Stick to what you know. Well, you know what I mean. But I'm we, gonna, we need I'm gonna, to get a caravan of courage slash jab of the hut episode recorded in the hut. Me, you, and Mister Ross. Possibly on the warm-up to the hashtag live show that's coming. When, Scott? Uh, it's the 16th of December. Uh, I can now say that half the tickets, that's right, that 50%, is half the tickets, I mean, 50% of tickets are now away. Uh, December 16th, Classic Grand. I was looking at some stage decorations today for the next live show, and can I just say, it's possibly, I think it's going to be one of the, I think it's going to be the best one we've done. And I'm just going to say it, it's going to be the best one yet. So get your tickets, um, Go to the hashtag show.co.uk, follow the link for the live tickets, or uh, if you're not a hero, uh, become a hero. Hashtag show.co.uk, hit the Patreon button, it's patreon.com forward slash the hashtag show. Sign up to become a hero. You can get all the episodes in their entirety, and you will get a hero's discount on your tickets. And if you are a hero and you haven't bought your tickets yet, use the link on the Patreon and get them fucking quick. Because when they're gone, they're gone, Mal. When they're gone, they're gone. When they're gone, we'll be gone because we'll be millionaires and we'll be off with the arse of our wind and the heels of our boots and we'll be spending all the money in horrors and whiskey. Just like your your best days, they're behind us. Much like yep. half of the hashtag tickets. When they're gone, they're gone. We'll look to my Thumbenberger right in the face and we'll tell her, I'm what? burning a fucking tree the night, hey. <laughs> Do you see she got arrested in London the other day? So she should. She's a fucking <laughs> whore. <laughs> she got arrested when they stop oil protests. What, what uh, was she doing? Just let's gluing herself to the road or something? No, I, I don't know if she was doing a speech. I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm so checked out with the whole stop oil, climate change thing. Like I, I'm, I'm actually numb to it now, numb to the sense of see whenever I see a news article about Thunberg getting arrested or the stop oil people, I'm like, it's almost gone. 
it's almost gone the other way where it's and they would never admit it the organisation but it's uh, it's done the opposite of what it was designed to do it's it's almost got to the point where it's turned people off from having a discussion about you know it, the possibility of you're the not going to have a discussion now anyway it's just you've got to believe in one side whoever's shouting I'm, at you at the time I, but I think like see the people who shout about anything I, I, you're never going to have a discussion with them I think they shout for the normal people like us, the heroes, to then go, maybe there is something in this climate change. But now after all the stop oil stuff and the tumbugs, I'm like, fuck it, fuck the lot of it. I don't fuck care. You. Diesel's back up to 163 a litre, so fuck off. Don't care. Not interested. I think you. Don't care, Mel. And I think that I just don't know. That, that I, would be... No, that I just don't care. See if and the government... I care because I just don't know. <laughs> See if the government is really concerned about climate change. What's they, should, they should give every single resident £250,000. Now hear me out. How? Hear me out, right? You're if just you, going to buy a lightsaber with that sort of If you woke up the morrow with quarter of a million, right, extra given to you by the government, no, no questions asked. Straight out by uh, a big speed motor or a speedboat or something, aren't you? Nothing paid back. So you can clear any debts you've got easily. Get any work done in the house that you maybe need done or something you've been putting off, put a wee bit of money in the bank, then you're sitting at a point where you're no financially concerned. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Right. Sorry to cut you off. Uh-huh. Is that a cardigan you're wearing? Mate, I'm freezing. Is, just to answer the question, is that yes. a fucking cardigan? <laughs> is this what coming from a fuck? guy who's sitting in his dressing gown? I'm sitting in my fucking Hugh Hefner, but what the fuck is going on there, Scott? Mate, what is that? Mate, you have changed. Mate, this you is just old... turn that in, old cunt. This is designer knitwear, my locker. No, mate, that's designer a fucking cardigan. You were changing the world with that statement there, but mate, I, I was like, is that a t-shirt? No, that's that's a cardigan, mate. Mate, I look what cool as fuck. fuck. What the I fuck look... is going on in your world I look right now? Cool as fuck. I'm sitting. Hey, I'm sitting. You better fucking... center parts. No, you got kicking about. If there's elba, if there's elba pads on that cardigan, I'm walking. I'm doing a fucking candy man. I'm out here. Show me the elba pads. You're a lucky Sa- boy. Sadly, imagine a wee leather elbow pads. I'm getting on Jesus team. Jesus Christ. I drove to wherever you are the new and just haunted my resignation. Mate, it's over. this is a, this is a fucking, this is a belting bit in that way. A Aye. belting bit in that way. If, if you're in a homosexual relationship with another gay man and you're another just like perusing geography class. Nah, uh, mate. Nah, mate. Nah, night mate. school lessons. You're wrong, Mel. You're wrong. You're wrong, mate. Because every heterosexual man should have a good bit of knitwear at his arsenal mate. and I have got this and I've got the exact same one in a nice deep burgundy colour as well mate and I, I fucking I feel good man I feel good mate, mate you're just ticking the box you're fitting right in there you're, you're becoming something you're no mate come back to the fold no. what the fuck mate I've any guy a, I've spent a week with, that kicks nah. out with a fucking cardigan needs the fucking head shook I've spent a week deep in fucking Tory country, mate, and I'm fucking on board. Come back with two cardigans. I'm on board, bro. Come back with a love and a dollar, man. Nah, I'm right. You're listening to episode 243 of the hashtag show. (laughs) Let me finish my quick point. So Don't bother, mate. It's over. Nikon's getting respect for you anymore. He's got a cardigan. It's a brune cardigan. It's it's great, you fucking bender. Now, if you're listening to Nario only, He's got a cardigan. Now, if you don't know what a cardigan is, it's like a jumper that's, <laughs> that's oh, that you oh, button no, up the front and it's got two armholes in it. Oh, and it's oh, normally worn by an arsehole. 
Nay buttons, nay buttons, mate. That's just like a. Fuck, it's not even a fucking thing you button up. No, no, it's you, leave it, you leave warmer. it. You leave it kind of hanging. It's maybe like okay. uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's fucking three quarter length as well. It's doing my doing your knees. Oh no! It's a three quarter length. Hey, I, listen, I know, mate. Look, I'm kicking about with the fucking the night going right. You're kicking about with a cardigan, like just like perusing the library. <laughs> Put that, put that, get into your t-shirt, tell. <laughs> I tell Marie, get into your dinner. <laughs> I, that and then I fucking says to him, I was like, I, <laughs> I fucking stopped you right there, right? I says to him, that'll be fucking sugar. And I says to the bastard, I said, don't you fucking darken my door again, you can't. Swear to God, man. <laughs> yeah, did what? you hear about fucking Michelle? Did you hear about her? <laughs> Dirty kid. No, hang on a mouth. At the fucking snooker club. Unbelievable. She was on her knees at that bowling club. Look at the fucking state of the tramp. I no, I got this on fucking TikTok shop. It's fucking warm as fuck. Guys for your dinner. Hi Maureen. Hi Sandra. She's a Hiya, hiya. Maureen, is your man gonna come in and fix the tiling? Maureen. Goodbye, Network. Everybody needs everybody needs a good yeah, one that well. Right. You can blink or answer. Was that a, a gift for your good lady? Or did you buy no. that yourself? Mate, I have had this for years. I found it. I found Aye, it. Of course you did. At a lay-by. Mate, I have had these cardigans. They come in, they come in too. I like, I'll tell you the whole story, right? Please do. I was perusing an internet website one day, you know, and uh, I thought, Christ. Look at, fucking, look, at the, look at the cardigan those two benders are wearing <laughs> this homosexual pornography. Uh, I was perusing it. He lifted that cardigan up right off his hairy arse and then he bodged <laughs> on his stiff erection. That was, it was, it was, it was a straight gay I wonder, I wonder if uh, I wonder if I wear a cardigan, people will think I've got a large penis, you know. I uh, was perusing an online uh, website for larger gentlemen. Uh, and uh, I saw I saw a boy with a cardigan and I thought, do you know what? Sometimes I, sometimes I don't enjoy a hoodie because I feel like when you got a hoodie on, you're committed to the hoodie, right? So uh-huh. if, there's, if there's a sudden change in temperature, I see a hoodie on, hoodie off. And I thought, Do you know what? I've never owned knitwear from from being an adult, and I thought maybe it's time to expand my uh, my my fashion horizons and introduce a bit of knitwear. And I bought this cardigan, right? And I fucking loved it so much that I went back on it and I bought another one a different color. So I've got this one and I've got a burgundy one. And do you know what? I apologise to no man because it's fucking comfy and it keeps me warm. Mate, it's a fucking cardigan. Correct. I can't even, I don't even get any funny chat. I just have to go, it's a fucking cardigan. And I'm not usually kind of fashion polls or that. And do you know what? But mate, the fucking jealousy's ripping at you, cunt. I'm not going to go offline. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I'm going to come off here and go online and search you. Fucking geography teacher cardigans with the trendy extra length in them. You need the length, mate. You need a wee What's bit of a pipe. There's no pockets. There's no pockets, no buttons. It's like a fucking, it's like a shawl <laughs> with sleeves. Mate. I, I, anyway, it was, it's I, I usually ha- hold you in high regard and you're slipping down that fucking ladder. You're turning into somebody you know, mate. Come back I'm, to you, Scott. Come man. back. I'm the man I've always been, mate. Mixing with the Tories, mixing with the Hoi the upper classes, uh, what did the, you hips, get? the hipsters. That's where, that's where I might be. Do you know what I mean? What did you, you know? think this morning? This, this is the weather, the fucking politicality. 
I actually thought, I'm going to be honest with you, when I woke up this morning, I actually thought it's too fucking windy to be driving home. And twice on that motorway up the road, I was like, we're going to lose this motor. It was fucking mental. All oh, right, did you know, drive I, him the day? The day, I, I don't know what the weather's oh, been right. like at yours, but, mate, fuck me, it is wild, man. See, see, about maybe one o'clock this afternoon, I was sitting in the kitchen making a coffee, and I'm looking out the back window, right? And I'm watching the shed, like, bend and move in a way that a wooden, uh, sorry, a fence, a wooden fence shouldn't move, right? And in my head, I'm going, what would I actually do if that blew down? Because what would you do? You'd be, like, you can't even go, go and fix it because it's still hundred miles away. winds. I'm like, what the fuck would we do if this fucking fence blew down? Just let the neighbour deal with it tomorrow because it went in his game. <laughs> I hopefully it blows that way. And no blows would, on the right. There was a bit of you would maybe go out and try and salvage like your booze and that, innit? Oh no, the, the shed's fine, it's solid, but it's the fence, man. I'm watching one oh, by the, the fence, fence and it's like pure fucking snaking like that and I'm going, that should, wood should not bend like that. Well, that's why that's why it's maybe good. It's bending with the wind. It's bending with the wind rather than just fucking blowing right here. And and I, I don't know what the weather was like because I myself, hello there, I'm just back from Italy. Thank you very much. Has you all seen the dawn? Well, let, let, let me finish my point on climate change and then we'll go into the holidays. Oh, right, right, okay. My point being, to, to rewind before I was uh, verbally assaulted on my fashion choices. Cardigan. I think if everybody was in a good financial state and a good, I think if everybody was secure in their sexuality, then more people would be willing to engage in climate change. And I think right now, because there is such a divide between the haves and the haves not, smile, that people are like, fuck off, I'm not interested. I think they've gone about this the whole, the, the wrong way. That's all greeting on the TV going, the, the planet's going to die. planet's not going to die. The planet isn't going to die. Human race may get wiped out. That's a, I mean, it's a possibility. I think it's a very small possibility, but it is a possibility. But the planet's going to be fine. It'll fucking survive. It survived, uh, you know, advanced civilizations before and the fucking wiped out. It'll be fine. Know what I mean? So, government, keys is all caught in a mill. And we'll, we'll maybe start recycling properly or... What, fucking, I don't know where you're getting the... Quarter. I mean, hey, listen, if the government... My, 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 my point if being the, this, well, the shitey SNP government, and if they'd done anything that was remotely good, that'd be great. But if they turned and said £250,000 each, I'd be first to go. Hi, cheers. But why are you pulling well, that my, number out of the hat? what's that fixing? Your date? My point, being, my point being, if you are a normal person and you're going to say the supermarket and the government's saying to you, listen, see if you buy this product A, it's helping the environment, it's, uh, you know... Uh, was it carbon neutral and it's nine pound a box or you can buy product B which is fucking 20, 20 fucking 25 pence a box and it'll feed your family for 10 days but it's been flown away from Kenya I'm buying that because we're skint money's tight they're charging us tax are through the roof diesel's through the roof everything's so expensive now I cannot actually even though I want to I cannot afford to live the fucking carbon neutral you know green is great fucking that lifestyle because I just can't afford it and I think that's the I think that's the situation that most people are in. I think most people would love to climate change you better or help the environment. I think everybody would, but it all comes down to cost right now. And and but, need, but nobody's getting. I mean, 
250,000 is not fixing it. What that's making is creating mere assholes because guaranteed the vast majority would go and buy a big fucking vibe motor or a speedboat right, or something and that's no fixing anything. I'm, I'm losing you with the quarter million because you're just thinking fucking hell, I'd, I'd love quarter million. What I mean is if people were in a position financially to make those choices, <laughs> they would. That's chump change like, to me. That's chump like, change. It's like anything else when they do all these healthy eating programs, right? And the advice they give them is a load of shite and then families go to like buy fruit and veg stuff like oh we should eat more fruit and veg and then you go and buy like a fucking I don't know a box of mangoes something like that £5.50 for mangoes fuck off I can give you the Wayne's bags of crisps for fucking £2 and do you know I mean everything comes down to everything comes down to cost my own choice mangoes are a fucking fortune man they're great as well see when I eat a mango right I think to myself I'd be if I was like a Roman Emperor guy right I'd be like lying on a, a, a kind of lilo but it'd be made of straw because there wasn't lilos back then right I'd be like us or I'd be lying on three black guys or something like that slaves and I'd, I'd, and somebody would be feeding me mangoes like a bird with a big tattoo with a gas shoot just feed me mangoes my man that's how I feel when I eat a mango I just feel like Julius Julius uh, Julius Sneezner she's like Julius Sneezner Julius Sneezner the mango muncher then I'd like a fresh mango and Ben do to eat your mango she be like what are you talking about I'm like shut it I'm Julius Sneezner uh, whenever I eat a mango, mango hunter. I feel like Julius Sneezer the mango hunter lying on Sneezer. three black guys getting fed mango fucking right mate that's again, bizarre you think that because I think that I know there's an interview we need to hear on the street do you know what I mean? <laughs> Hi there, we're from the Scottish Farmers Market. We're interviewing people in the street to, to see what they think about fruit and veg. We've got a young man here. Hello, hello there. Uh, what's your favourite fruit? It's mango. Uh, what do you think of when you have a mango? <laughs> well, I think I'm Julius Caesar, you know, and sitting in three black guys eating a mango. Uh, fucking brilliant, mate. <laughs> well, we can't use any of that. Thank you very much. Thank you for your my time. up with some guy coming in my big toe. <laughs> what? What's wrong with that? You ever seen that from uh, Gal- you Galactica? You ever seen that? What is it, man? Gal- 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 Galactica. What's the one with it all at the Mad Roman Orgy? What was that called? Aye, Appleside Galactica. What was that called? Caligia. Calig- Caligliffy. Remember that? Aye, the guy's fisting that way in that. <laughs> I remember I came on Channel 4 one night and I was like, here's more. <laughs> this looks like one of Young Gladiator movies. Next minute, some guy's getting his fucking cock sucked in a bath. And I was like, oh, don't have a minute. What's happening here, man? Do you know there was like extras in the background of that film just fucking and all that and all the, like, all the top but for real and all the top thespians but tell this is like a fucking mega Roman kind of that was just a normal day for these guys and it's all like, it's all like, like Helen Mirren um, Anthony McDowell or whatever Anthony McDowell's uh, <laughs> all, all these kind of top actors are in it and they were all giving out like the full thesp performances and they were folk pure real fucking in the background Amazing. No, no, not even kidding on. Really? I'd love that, Joe Bright. I'm no kidding you, right? See, they say it's all like waiting about being an extra, right? See if it's just like bumping in that. Sign me up, marker. <laughs> I've got my gold card or whatever as you need to do the back. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, my Costco card, man. I'm ready, Barry. Have you got your act? What is it? Your acting card? <laughs> fucking right, my man. Stone all that. I know. Where's that fucking woman? <laughs> Hold on, I need to be filming. Don't bother so, tell me where the camera is, man. You just walk around my big white ass. Did we just see your equity card to get your details? Equity card, my man. I've got, got a fucking helmet like a juice and a rabbi on it. <laughs> fucking just shoot action cut. No, it's party. <laughs> see the only thing I can't do, mate. I've tried it a hundred times. I can't come on call, right? So you're just going to have to walk with on that. So like. <laughs> 
I tell you something, man. There's two actors in the mic, giving it. Julian Caesar, I will not bend to your wicked ways. And it's like a guy bowling the background. Going, ways, oh, man. fucking hell, my man! <laughs> Rome will not fall under my watch. Spit in oh, my mouth. Oh, pull my hair. Spit in my mouth. Here, no, you just see a wee Scottish guy in the back, like the guy's getting up your heavy fucking. Martimus, <laughs> Rome was not burnt. Do you like mango, he said? <laughs> yeah, you like a mango? Yeah. Stick it up, you fanny. What? <laughs> shout my name, shout my name. Call me Caligula Sneezner. <laughs> Caligula Sneezner, that's me, eh? <laughs> see my I, hat full of feathers or leaves or whatever it is. It's solid gold because I'm Julio Sneezner. <laughs> Julio Sneezner. <laughs> Who listen? He's not. That's the uh, that's the porno remake. You know, like when they get movies or TV shows and they do like a porno remake. Yet, like Jurassic Park, Schindler's Fist, or that. Julius Sneezner. It's There's just that, it's a Roman guy with a big fake nose. <laughs> he bumps the bogeys. The spunk community's nose. Who listen? He's spunk nose. Who spunk nose? Um, I I don't think the actors. They're talking shite if they think that we believe that they didn't know it was like... Full riding? Full riding and all that going on. I mean, it's basically a porno way acting, which is what the old pornos I, used to I, be I, like, wasn't it? Aye, but it's like... But I remember watching it and it, there was... Obviously, there's some sexy bits in it, but I'm sure there was kind of some fucking, oh, kind of mental bits in it. Is it not like a... Is it not like a clockwork orange, but we we shagging? Your man, I would, your man, I man, like a social commentary about staying in flats and wearing bowler hats and that. <laughs> sort of that clock and what's clock what uh, clock what orange was all about, wasn't it? Like guys with, with makeup and bowler hats and they stayed in high flats. And he stayed in that man's hanging with his eyes and he's like, uh, yeah, you will sit here and watch a full episode of Bake Off and he's like, get them fucking things off my eyes, man, this is shite. And he had white shirts and that and like some size of fucking bosom because they look. <laughs> Their pants were bulging, my man. I was like, thinking myself, hey, why are they for real? Like, are they going to pull them and just cock fight? I, want, I mean, I think every guy would like to think, see if you turned up at a party and it was like pure Caligula, right? It's just Julius mm. Sneezers. It's just absolute mayhem. <laughs> you, what, just pulling everywhere? There's a party you'd like to think you would just fucking steam right in, you but like, yeah, I'm party, but you you just hover in the edges. <laughs> you'd just be starting in your wee wife front slack going, yeah, let's just crack wine by the way, Rowan's what what the fucking laugh? And then here's your wife, oh no, I'm all right, well, I've just said a pie supper, you stay by the I no, you because you'd be back you'd be black affronted just to pull out your wire in case somebody <laughs> thought it was fucking chow for hangover. No, has we cock be fucking bit of fluff with a wee bit? See, I'm running about that film with his cock out. I have got ultimate respect for him because he's made wee cocks cool. <laughs> we, what is it? Gang! Chow's amazing, man. That's one he's of the best characters in a film ever. That bit, uh, I, don't, I can't remember what one, I think it was a hangover three where, where they're fucking looking about and the monkey's licking <laughs> this wee thing it's sticking out the ground. And one of them goes, didn't he? goes like that. <laughs> He's like, it's kind of salty, and then fuck, Shadow jumps up. <laughs> and he was his corpse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mate, I love watching a film back because there's all those <laughs> nuances that you miss first time around, you know? Mate, there's a clip of him just now online. 
and it's like some game day football thing, right? And they're at a college football, and it's like the college that he used to go to, and he's like one of the guests on it. And there's a bit when they're doing a bit to camera where they're walking down, like between the fans, and he just screams mm. at a he screams in a baby's face. <laughs> <laughs> So somebody posted going like, did Chow just scream in a baby's face? And when you watch it back, <laughs> motherfucker! The four, the four presenters are walking with, with the fucking guy who plays Chow, and then they're all, he's shouting like the college football chant, and he just steps back and goes behind one of the presenters so you don't see him, and then when it slows it down and it zooms in, there's like somebody's holding their baby in the crowd, and Chow goes right up to the baby's face, like, just put a sc- <laughs> screams in his face. <laughs> Fucking brilliant, man. Is he, is he, what's his origins? Obviously Chinese, like, but <laughs> is he comfy? Did he come for like stand up? Or was he like a, like a, a, a no, job in stand up comedian or is he an actor? No, he's a, a, comed- a comedic actor. I, I think he was a doctor and then like wanted to, to get any acting, <laughs> gave it a go. He, he had a, he had a stand up out. He had a stand up out. It was on Netflix. It's one of the worst things you'll ever see in your life, man. It's was it shite? Aye. I bet it's like, um, it's like that thing when you get where it's like, uh, I suppose the, the easiest one to compare it to would be like a Jack Whitehall because it's like a comedic actor. So the, the show is like scripted. So it's oh, a scripted okay. stand up. So it's like word for word beat. Did, did, did. So you can tell you can tell it's Disney were afloat it. And it's, uh, it was, because it I watched it thinking, fucking hell, maybe he's a comic. And like, I don't know about it. And then when I watched it, I went, oh no, he's, he's, he's an actor. It was, it was bad. I tell you but, what, I did watch and I'm going to fucking go into it to tell you the exact name of it. And I, there was some funny bits and I've seen him on Rogan and hanging about with all the fucking usual fucking podcasts and that. And his stand-up was a bit of a fucking, was a letdown. Aye, it was a letdown. And and and, and, he, and who, who was it, Scott? That's what hey, you're asking who, me. Who was it, Umar? Well, Tell me now. <clears throat> the fucking guy with the full ginger head and it's like the perfect ginger beard. And he's in with Rogan's mob. Uh, Andrew Santino Andrew Santino and his stand up was called Cheeseburger aye 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 no there was some bits that was alright but I'm going where's where's the thing that he's not all that what how how's he even getting a fucking spit where did he come from he's a comedian he's a he's a, a like time served comic I know but he's got a massive podcast this. he's got a massive podcast called Bad Friends him and Bobby Lee do a podcast it's huge um, I know, and I watched some of the clips, and, and it's quite out there. It's fucking quite. Ah, it's whoa. good. Like that's the thing. Oh. But like, so they they got there was a thing that came out. In fact, they spoke about it on the podcast, and Chris Stefano spoke about it in his podcast as well, where somebody basically put out a, a kind of generic review to the American comedy circuit, right? Somebody who was like a respected comedy reviewer, right? Which I personally don't think that fucking exists. But anyway, this person you don't who think is, what exists. I don't think a comedy reviewer is real. I think, I think it's all nonsense. Well, somebody can go and have an opinion, but what? What is a professional? What, they can say to go, aye, that is the that aye, aye, that saying, is gospel. Like, well, who aye, the fuck are you? No, that's just your opinion, mate. You'll say some. You'll say somebody shite, and somebody will think they're the best thing ever. Somebody will think they're shite, and somebody. Do you mean so? It's it's all perspective, right? And that's mm-hmm. how I think sometimes when when you review comedy, when you read some of the reviews, I'm like. I don't understand how you can be reviewing this. A, a comedy review should be surely what is the response in the room? Because if the audience in the room is pissing themselves laughing, aye, aye. whether you think it's shit or no, they're laughing. So it's good. Anyway, um, so somebody put this generic review, right, to basically say that there's a whole crop of young comics coming through who are smashing the podcast scene, but it is not translating to live comedy. 
And that's what put the cheeseburger guy, didn't he? They've lost the art of live performance. So they've built up these massive followings through their podcasts and, and he was in a big TV show as well. He was in that TV show, Dave. And uh, I when I because I was excited for his first stand-up to cook because I'd never seen any stand-up at all. And I, I'd listened to some of the podcasts and I thought the podcast is brilliant, especially when they're pure screaming at each other. And then when I watched it, I just thought, oh, this is kind of like middle-of-the-road generic American stuff. It was it, the flow was good, and it, and I felt like he knew. You probably know, obviously, you you, you do know a lot more about me, but his connection and his timing and all that was great. But the content remember, was just fucking and what? Aye, but remember last, but the other American ones, mate. They, remember they 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 shows. See, by the time he comes to record the specials, they've probably been doing those shows for like three, four years. Do you mean like aye, they, they, don't, do they, don't, shot. they don't turn around shows the same way as like. British or Australian comics do you mean it is like even if they get a show it will be like you know two three years and then turn out turn over and do another which I still think is the, is the best way to do it um, but there's no there's, there's no enough I mean go off in a fucking discussion about there's no enough uh, value put on comedy in the UK so that's why everyone's turned over fast I think it's because we've grown up in a history of music do you mean where you get the album and then you want another you want more so it's, it's it fits in with that model of you want more you want more when the reality is you should take a show for two three years and then have something fresh to say but I like you said it's polished man Like it's like polished to an inch of it's life there's no fat on it but it's not particularly great like even Chris Stefano's one when that, when that came out as well I thought fuck I would really want to see this and there's a whole big thing about it was only 45 minutes on Netflix and I remember listening to an interview and he was saying like um, they told him to cut a bit out or something they didn't want to cut it out so he had retained the rights to it and he was putting the hour out on his Patreon but you could watch 45 minutes on Netflix and then I watched the 45 minutes and I thought this is this is garbage like it was it was, it was actually garbage I just thought it was shit um, but I, it's disappointing man but then I, I do think as well I think like podcasting and you know, stand or anything else. I think podcasting is its own art form. Like it's, it's its mm. own thing. And I don't. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. How can you call podcasting an art form? Because oh, maybe well, no. Right, maybe no. I'm basing it on yours, right? Which is, it's just two guys chatting with no planning, and that's the basics of it. I but mate, we've and whatever we've happens, got, happens. We've got a chemistry. Look, look, I don't know about you. I've certainly listened to a podcast where it's just two guys talking, and I couldn't get through it because it's awful. I've also listened to podcasts, which is, you know, apparently uh, well-received, let's put in air, air quotes, highly respected podcast within Scotland. And I'm going, this is fucking shit because it's all segmented and refrained. And but what, what I mean by that is I feel now you can tell when people are very conscious of what they're saying. That's how I think that, you know... I think everybody has received any clip. Yeah, but that's how... That's how Maybe that's how we are. We are the successful, um, other than successful within the the cult following that we've built. Because we don't say we, we say whatever we want. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I, I I think there is more of a craving for that type of content rather than the you know the kind of set up punchline, as in two or three people in a podcast and you feel like it's a conversation, but actually it's it's predetermined. I up to get to a, to so a that, point. Uh, you can feed your pal the intro and then he's got a joke <laughs> and he's got a nail on it. And, and and again, that's fine because that is historically the way in which panel shows, talking heads, that kind of stuff works on British television. So it, it takes people who are a bit 
maybe not necessarily braver, but it certainly takes people who are only driven by financial gain to go, I'm going to do and say whatever I want. To go back to how, how podcast has been an art form, what I meant by that is, I mean like when you get people who sit in front of a camera and just talk for an hour. Example would be Tim Dillon, who I think is an amazing podcaster. I don't particularly think his stand-up's that great, but to sit in front of a camera yourself and talk for an hour, it, you know, that that's a skill in itself. Even, even what we do, mate, is a skill. Even leaving sitting just talking shite, we've still got to take it somewhere. I mean, you think now we're in episode 240 or whatever, but you think back to some of the fucking gold that's that's came for the show, and none of this is planned, none of this is scripted. No, it's came for anywhere, it's came for just banter. But that's what I mean. So that, that takes time as well. Like the fact that people try and maybe do a podcast and then you chuck it within, you know, two or three episodes, that, that being comfortable to, to talk and. Hashtag show. Fuck you,